Hey, everybody, before we get into the show, we have a major earth-shattering massive announcement. Nikki? Yes, it is that time again, Pete Wright. Our monthly planning membership is open for enrollment. GPS stands for Guided Planning Sessions, if you don't know already. We've worked really hard here at Take Control ADHD to provide you with a service that not only gives you ideas and strategies on how to plan your day and your week, but it also provides time and space for you to do the work and not just by yourself, but with others who understand and support you. We meet every Monday and Thursday, and there are three different sessions for each day that you're invited to attend. We are dedicated to making this membership to be one that is transformative in the way you think about planning and taking control of your time and schedule. There are so many benefits to the GPS membership, so please be sure to visit our website at takecontroladhd.com slash GPS. Enrollment is open now through May 8th. Thank you for your time and attention, and I hope to see you soon. On with the show. Everybody and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright, and right over there is Nikki Kinzer. Happy New Year, Nikki. Happy New Year, Pete. Happy New Year, everyone who's listening. Thank you for joining us today. This is, I think, this is the first our first conversation in the New Year. Is that right? It is. Yes, it, it is. is. We yes. skipped last week. Uh, you want you want to recap your vacation? You had the best. I had a great vacation. Yes, we actually left <laughs> town and went to Disneyland and California Adventure and Universal Studios and uh, went to the Rose Parade. I mean, it was just fantastic. It was a lot of fun. Busy though, busy, busy, busy. And, uh, I'm sure I bet you actually, I would place a bet on this, that somebody listening was at Disneyland the same time that I was, because that (laughs) place was, everybody was there. (laughs) Everybody was there. It was packed. It was so busy, but it was fun. We had a great time. But you, you had a good vacation? Yeah, I did. We stayed here. Uh, You know, we we just kind of hung around. We did our usual, our annual traditions and watched, you know, Christmas vacation on Christmas Eve and all the things that we do. And then uh, I do want to tell you about this thing that I got myself roped into that's, that's, uh, I think it's pretty interesting. It's, it's a a New Year's challenge, not a resolution. We were challenged by uh, another couple, some dear friends of ours, uh, over our New Year's dinner. And they said, we'd like to challenge you to the New Year's decluttering challenge for the month of january really awesome oh it we'll see if it's awesome it's still awesome right now today but i don't know if it's going to be awesome right around the 25th (laughs) and we're still in the first week of january yes yeah Yeah. (laughs) so so this is what the challenge looks like and the winner i should just say the winner uh it takes uh gets you know the the loser has to take the winner out to dinner a really nice fancy dinner hopefully um and and so we'll see uh, it's better be worth it. This dinner is all I'm saying. <laughs> We're in it for the fight. Right. So here's what we do. Uh, the declutter challenge on day one, you find one thing that you would like to declutter from your house and okay. you declutter it. You remove it on day two. Do you see where I'm going here? Yeah. You take two things. Today is day nine. That's right. You're supposed to take we, nine we, things. We decluttered nine things. So you see where we're going by the end, by the 30th, we will have decluttered right. I think it's like 460 items uh, out of our home. Great idea. It is. It is actually really, really fun. And uh, and so we're just taking on every day. We take 10 minutes and wander around the house and literally grabbing things off the shelf. Do you want this? Do you love this? 
move it out of the way. It is the best exercise I can think of for decision-making and doing it uh, over a period that is long enough that you can actually learn something and integrate a new habit out of it. So I've been thinking about you every day as a result of this. That, that <laughs> you know. Are, what would, would WWND, what would Nikki do? What would Nikki uh, do? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I have a great idea. So every week, or every week I do a newsletter or kind of a weekly update, right? So people yeah. know what our uh, podcast and what the blog post is of that week. And at the end, I do a weekly challenge. Well, I want to invite you to do the weekly challenge this week and have you that want, be the challenge. You want me to write it up? Yes. You want me to, to post it in the newsletter yes. is what you're saying? Yes. So that okay. other people who are listening or read um, the blog, they will do this challenge. I think it's a great idea. I think it's I a great it. idea. It's super fun. And, and you know, I mean, you can just jump in on whatever day it is. Just know that it, it you won't have any ramp up time, I guess. Well, that's right? true. You but you know what? You 15th. can start it. It doesn't have to be January 1st. You could start it on February 1st or you right, could do right, it on January 15th through, you know, February 15th. You can yep. do whatever you want to do. That's um, right. But yeah, I just love the idea of it and kind of playing, a, you know, making it a game almost and get another couple, another family that will be doing it with you. And I, I love that. That's a great yeah. idea. Well, and the way we're keeping each other honest is you know, at the end of every day, we take a picture of the stuff oh. that we are giving away and we post it into a shared <laughs> photo stream, uh, a shared iCloud uh, photo gallery. Uh, and so we get to comment and trash talk and you know, that is awesome. and judge severely judge one another for keeping crap around as long as we have. <laughs> you you still have. It. We found. Oh my goodness! We found uh, replacement arms to hold the lid of a juicer on uh, the the lid on this juicer, and the juicer we got rid of like a year ago, a but, long time ago. Yes. Yeah, and so it's that kind of stuff that's sort of coming out of the woodwork, yes. uh, out of the back of the drawers, and so it's it, it's working. It's really yeah. working. It's uh, it's been a lot of fun. Oh, I think that's so, great. Well, yes. and on a side note, uh, during my vacation, I did watch a documentary that's on Netflix. So if you do have Netflix, check this out. It's called um, The Minimalists. And it's uh, about two guys who have decided to live their minimalist lifestyle. I believe they have a podcast. I'm not exactly sure, but I think it's the same people. Um, but it's a really interesting documentary about living more simple and how they did a tour around um, the country to to advertise their book or to celebrate their book with others. And it's just really interesting. So if you guys have a chance to check that out, um, it definitely inspires you to get rid of some stuff. You're like, huh, I really don't need all this stuff. And, uh, yeah. so you may not go exactly the route that they go, which is not exactly what they're even saying you should do, but just kind of exploring what it's like to live less with less. I'm, I should say. I'm looking at their podcast page. It's just the minimalist.com and you click on podcast, even their podcast episode titles are uh -huh. minimal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the the episode zero is who are the minimalists, and from there, their episode titles are exactly one word: yeah, declutter, awesome. technology, children, education, stuff, relationships. Next, random. Those are all individual episodes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That doesn't so surprise I, me. I really like it. I can't believe I I have not subscribed to these guys. They sound yeah. like my kind of people. 
Yeah, absolutely. It was a really interesting documentary. My husband watched it with me and I, you know, I was trying to convince him, okay, let's purge, let's purge. And he's like, I don't know. know." (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I love your challenge and definitely check out that documentary and, and check out my online courses. I have to kind of put that in there too, because we've got organizing your space, your way and the paper solution that's available um, on my website. So if you are looking to get organized, those are, um, both excellent guides to, to get you from step one to step four and, and maintain and all that great stuff. So outstanding, but what are we talking about today? You know, that's a great question. (laughs) You, 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 you sort of snuck it in on me. I didn't know what we were talking about today. And now I'm so excited. It is very timely. Uh, it is, uh, the five mistakes that you should, you can avoid when you are setting goals. What better time to talk about goal setting than right now? And you know, once again, I feel like this is my annual refrain. There are so many buzzkills about New Year's and making change around the new year. I hate that. Stop buzzkilling. It Uh, is. It, it is makes a me kill. so sad. And it this makes is... you feel bad when you don't do it. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, it's it's one of those things. Like, you know, don't, uh, whatever you may think about New Year's. Oh, January 1st is just an arbitrary day. It's just an arbitrary, why should that be any different than March 1st? Well, the fact is, culturally, it is different. And some people like to celebrate that difference. So right. don't get in the way of other people trying to make change in their lives just because you're not at a point where you want to make change in your own. Be kind and support and let's uh, help them to uh, make change in their lives. In fact, if this isn't on your list, I'm making this uh, number 5A. Yes. Let Help other people self- set goals better, even if you don't want to do it yourself. Exactly. I love that. I think that's great. And, and I agree. I think that any time is a great time to make positive change in your life. It doesn't have to be January 1st, just like we were saying with this declutter challenge. If you want to start February 1st, start February 1st. I mean, you know, you can do, do it when you're ready and and when you're able and and you're in a good place. Um, and you know, and I do understand that, that cultural aspect of, oh, January 1st, it's a new year. And you know, I, I, I'm setting a goal for myself and yes. I'm going to work towards it. So, you know, but I'm going to keep working on it regardless if it's January 1st. So I get, I think that's the mindset is not to, not to set, not to get so attached to the outcome that, you know, you feel like you're failing at your goals because you didn't get right. to them as quickly right. or yeah. some people need the motivation. Some people need yeah. the thing. It may sound arbitrary to, you know, to some people, but it's for others. It's really not for others. It's a powerful and meaningful lure to start something new and to try to affect Absolutely. change in their lives. And we got to celebrate that whenever it happens. But if it happens whenever. for you on new year's, uh, you know, if that's your change, you live it up. Yep, Loud and proud. Absolutely. Okay. So, so what I have are the five, five mistakes? Let's yes, talk about them. Five mistakes to avoid when you're goal setting. And uh, the first one is setting too many goals. And I saw this happen and I, oh, I, it took everything I had not to like go into coach mode and want to respond back to this friend of mine that's on Facebook and, and, you know, as your coach, but I'm not her coach. So <laughs> I was like, okay, I got to refrain back and not say anything. But, you know, I, I, I saw it happen in front of me where I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And this is going to be the year for this. And, and all of these things were great. They were fantastic. And, and I, you know, I, I want them all for myself as well. But the problem is, is when we try to change everything at once, then we tend to 
burn out. We are hard on ourselves when we're not making these things habits. Um, you know, we're setting ourselves up for failure, which is just not what we want to do. And then there's this little thing, um, unfortunately that happens with many people who have ADHD. It's an all or nothing attitude or an all or nothing, um, view of life that if I can't do it five, if I can't exercise five days a week, then I'm not going to do anything. And we have to be aware of that all or nothing. Um, and it's so interesting because I was talking to a client earlier this week and I kind of caught her in the middle of that thinking process. And she's like, Oh my gosh, I never realized that I didn't have to have four hours to study. I could only, I I could actually just do two hours and it would be okay. But she figured if she couldn't find four hours to study, that it was like, she wasn't going to have any time to study. So when we, yeah. So when we zeroed it in, well, maybe you only need two hours, you know, Oh my gosh, you're right. And so I think it's kind of, of it's that mentality of we have to start small. We have to make these things into, you know, really become habits for ourselves. And it doesn't have to be an all or nothing attitude. And I would much rather see people start small and succeed than go so big and fail. Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. Yeah. That's why, I mean, let's back to the point about celebrating others' successes. Yeah. It's also important to reflect when it looks like they're, they're, you know, taking a bite of the, that, which is more than they can chew. Uh, you know, you want to help be successful. You want to make sure you take on the one thing that is most important to you to change in your life, not 10 of them. Right, right. And I keep going back to the Mini Habits book um, that we've talked about before from by Stephen Guise, because I really believe in that mentality of, you know, if you want to work out for 30 minutes a day, start with one push-up a day. And uh, if you want to drink more water in a day, then start with just drinking one water or one glass of water, (laughs) one water, one glass of water. Um, You know, and and that's what I've been doing is I have a little checklist that I do one push-up a day, I drink one glass of water, and I take my vitamins. And that's what I'm doing every single day, no matter what, hoping that I'm going to at some point get to the lifestyle of this, you know, healthy person that I'm looking to be. So I I think it's just really figuring out what is the smallest thing that you can do every single day and being consistent and doing it, but not feeling like you have to do everything. Um, So definitely avoid the mistake of setting too many goals. And then I think the second mistake that I think a lot of people do without knowing it as well is we set our goals too, um, too broad. They're not specific enough. So if you look at like, oh, well, what are the top two um, resolutions? It's usually about losing weight or getting healthy in some way. And then it's also about getting organized. Um, These things are great, but they're too broad. We really have to be very specific about what this means to you. So if you want to get more organized in your life, what does that mean? Does that mean that you want your office to be more organized? Do you want your time to be more organized? Um, Do you want just your junk drawer to be taken, you know, back into control. So it's not just a bunch of junk. I mean, we really have to kind of figure out specifically, it's great to say, I want my home organized, but let's break that down again. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. Let's, let's start with one room, one space, um, do the challenge that, that you're talking about, Pete. I mean, that is the first step to organize is to purge. So work on these things and be very specific about what it is that you want. Um, and I think that's going to help because you're going to then see success. You're going to see that, oh, I'm really doing this. Like I, this is working for me. 
you know. And which it's is, an exercise in focus that will apply in other areas in your life, too. It's something that you obviously, if you're living, uh, you know, with ADHD, focus can be difficult to come by. So any opportunity you have to practice that sort of willful focus is, is an important thing to grab onto. Absolutely. Uh, the third mistake that I want people to avoid is not having a plan of action. And, uh, I am so guilty of this. It's crazy. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've said, okay, I'm going to go on this healthy plan, right? I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to eat clean. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to do yoga, all of these things that I want to do, but I never really had a plan of action. It was just sort of like, I'll start tomorrow. You know, I'll start doing 15 minutes of, of this and I'll start meal planning where I, you know, only buy healthy food, but it, it, it never was really a plan. So I really suggest that people figure out what it is that they want to work on and what is it that you need to, to get there. So what are the resources that you need? How are you going to get it? What are the steps? Um, do you need to do some research? Do you need to plan, you know, what those healthy meals are going to look like or how to organize you, you know, you go and you buy my online course because that's going to give you a plan. I mean, these are the things that you really have to pay attention to, because if we don't do the planning, then we don't really know where to go next. And it's kind of like mm -hmm. trying to find a new destination, but not having directions on getting there. And, uh, we want to know where we're going. So, you know, for me personally, I spent a day of my vacation before coming back to work where I just spent time looking for healthy meals and looking for what my small habits were going to be every day and, and getting a way that I was going to track that and, um, sharing that information with my husband. So he knows, you know, what I'm doing and keeping me accountable and all that stuff. So I really planned it out and really thought it through even to the point where I decided what my rewards are going to be when I hit certain milestones. And I've never done that before. And oh, so that's I, nice. Yeah. Well, like I've what? Give me an that. example. How do you reward yourself? Well, um, and I, and I don't reward myself with food. So <laughs> that's the one thing I was like, don't do that. Don't say, Oh, I lost five pounds. I'm going to go out to dinner. Uh, and I'm not even really tracking my weight as much as just how I feel, but yeah. there's going to be a certain milestone that when I get to it, then I'm going to, I'm going to buy myself a manicure and I'm going to, that's oh. my reward. That's really uh, nice. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so there's little things like that, that I actually wrote down. I wrote a list of different rewards that I would like to do. And when I get to the, the goal that I, you know, really want to get to, I'm going up to Portland and I'm shopping for a weekend and it'll be like a go away, you know, weekend yeah. with my sister. So, I mean, there's things like that. That's a much bigger reward down farther down the, the line, but it, it was just really interesting to me to have that process where I actually had specific goals tied to a specific reward. I, like I said, I've never done that before. So I'm hoping that that might trigger something that hasn't in the past. Plus the tracking too. I'm tracking things a little bit differently than I did before. So I think that's another thing when you're setting up your plan, because I'm sure everybody probably has done something in the past, but look at what didn't work and how do you want to tweak it going forward in 2017 and how can it work for you? Um, and that usually entails change, right? You got to change right. something up. Um, sure. to make it stick. So that's so what's number uh, four. And the number four is not having a sense of urgency. 
Um, I really think that that's a mistake that we do when we goal set. And I think that what it's do you mean a killer... that, that we have a, too much of a sense of urgency. No, we have no sense of urgency. We have no <laughs> sense of urgency. <laughs> yeah. Because I think about like, you know, losing weight and getting healthy. Yeah. Those are great things. Getting organized. That's a great thing, but there's really no hard deadline to it. There's not this like, Oh, if you don't do this by June 1st, you're going to die. I mean, you know, what? it's like, <laughs> I know that's Well, extreme, that got dark fast. <laughs> I know. But you, do you see what I mean? There isn't any like, oh, it's like the tax collector is not going to, I don't know. I mean, you're not going to yeah. jail, right? Yes, there isn't right, right. any like sense of, I've got to do this now. You can always do it next week. You can always, and, and I mean, and this is, this is a hard mistake to avoid because, you know, what I'm going to suggest doing still doesn't really give you a sense of urgency, but it helps. It helps with it. And, and I guess what I would say is how, how can you make it more of a sense of urgency? So maybe it is about getting an accountability partner. We have talked about that so many times where that can really help. Like you're doing this declutter challenge with another couple and that's giving you accountability. If that other couple wasn't there, you may miss a couple of days. Well, you know, and that's right? one of the most difficult things is because, you know, for I, I think, and you're going to have to check me on this, but I, my hunch is, based on, you know, <laughs> my rigorous empirical research, that uh, it, living with ADHD makes it much more challenging to uh, to find intrinsic motivation to do a thing, to achieve a goal, to move forward, to accomplish something, right? To be able to muster that motivation uh, that that you need to actually start and then finish a job, right? Yes. The, the motivation yes. has to come externally. That extrinsic motivation is so important. So for me to start getting healthy, I was not interested in getting healthy and starting to you know look at the right things to eat and the right ways to live. Until my doctor said your triglycerides are so high, you're a walking heart attack. We have yes. to change some things in your life. That was the uh, the you're gonna die moment. That said, uh, you got to make some change. You got to figure out how to get healthy. You got to figure out how to move every day. You've got to figure out how to do these things and make change. And to this day, I you know I definitely have slumps. But, uh, but you know, I, I, I'm able to recover pretty quickly because of good systems and because it's changed the way I think to motivate myself in that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk in a tech episode coming up about another one. It just happened to me this at the end of last year was, you know, uh, motivation to ensure that my data is backed up. When you have catastrophic loss that, that uh, where you lose things around your career, um, you, you think about things differently as a mm-hmm. result. So th- those are things that are extrinsic motivation motivators where I struggle is the intrinsic stuff. I want to change for change's sake. Right. Right. And you bring up a really good point. Cause I know like for me, my kind of aha moment of, you know, you're going to die, <laughs> which wasn't yeah. really that, but what it was, was I more and more, I was hiding and I didn't want to do things with people and I didn't want to get my picture taken. And I was really subconscious about, you know, just being out in public or being in social settings with my friends. And that was kind of the aha moment for me this year was like, I have to stop feeling that way because I'm, I'm, losing out on opportunities and memories. And, um, so, you know, you had a doctor telling you that I sort of had myself saying, stop hiding, 
Don't hide yeah. anymore. Right. And what do you what do you need to do to empower yourself to not do that? And I'm starting small. I'm starting with one push up a day. But yeah. I, you know, I but I also believe that I will get there because I'm more consistent now than I ever have been, even with one push up. I mean, it sounds so silly, but how many days can you go by without having any exercise? You know what yeah. I mean? So doesn't sound I, silly at all. No. Yeah. Not at all. And I think that for ADD years, especially when you're talking about getting organized and doing things that are boring to you, then you really have to do something that's going to help you have that sense of an urgency because anything else is going to seem more important, you know, than that boring project of decluttering. And so, you know, whether it's an accountability partner, whether it is planning a party at your house where people are coming in or you're inviting in-laws to come and stay with you, those are all things that can kind of push you into, um, you know, having that external motivation. But I also want to just say, if you're looking to get healthy, like I am, it has to not be because of an event. Like I'm going on a vacation in the spring to Hawaii. That can't be my motivation of getting healthy because once I come back, I don't want to just go back to my old ways. So I do think it's important to reflect like, what are your real reasons and why? And it can't just be for a certain event. It really should be long lasting lifestyle change because it's going to make you better. It's going to make your home better. It's going to make your family function better. All of those things. So anyway, um, where are we? Was that number four or number five? That was number four. So that was the sense of urgency. And then the last um, one that I have for everyone is that um, the mistake is that people don't keep their goals in front of them. So it's, it's uh, they think about them and they know that that's kind of what they're working towards, but there isn't any reminder. And this is really important for people with ADHD is we have to be reminded of our goals, why they're important to us, and also what our action steps are. And we have to be reminded to do those action steps. So there are some structures that have to be put in place to make this happen. Um, So, you know, maybe it's just writing down your goals and putting it on a piece of paper, you know, somewhere that you see it every day, or you create a vision board. Lots of, a lot of stuff, creative people love to do that, where they're creating a vision board of what they want for themselves, um, or write in a journal each day, you know, about your successes and your gratitude, what you're grateful for. All of those things Mm -hmm. can help with your, um, daily progress and, you know, even just displaying photos. I mean, you know, Pete, you're a photographer and there's, you know, a, a, a photo can represent so much to somebody. So if there's a photo that really represents to them something very meaningful of where they want to be, you know, display that and have that in front of you. Um, talk about your goals get an accountability partner, do all of that stuff that you can do to make it just to keep it in front of you. And I highly, highly recommend, um, at least doing one thing a day, you know, that you can always do consistently that to, to keep that goal in front of you, because then you, you don't forget it. It's, you know, it's, it's that becomes habit for you. So I love it. Uh, yeah. This is such good stuff and so timely, and uh, um, uh, you know it helps us not only reframe how we think about ourselves and our own projects moving forward and the change we want to see in our lives, but also remember be an ally for change. Right, help others uh, to to be successful uh, in so far as you're striving to do the same in yourself. There you go. Absolutely. 
Good stuff. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you so much, everybody, for sticking with us. Uh, if you're new to the show, we sure appreciate you. Make sure you uh, head over to the website, TakeControlADHD.com. You can subscribe to our mailing list right there. Get all sorts of good stuff that Nikki sends out uh, every week, uh, including updates to this podcast when new episodes go live. You can also subscribe anywhere uh, finer podcasts are served. You can connect with us on Twitter or Facebook at Take Control ADHD. Call us. Leave us a voicemail at 503-664-4ADD. Get your voice and your thoughts on the show. We would love to hear from you and share your thoughts as well. Don't forget, sign up for Nikki's online courses. They're there, right there. Take Control ADHD. <laughs> we got two of them. They're going to help you change your life. Start today. Thanks, everybody. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright. We'll catch you next week right here at Taking Control, the ADHD podcast.